0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be the art of building sexual tension. I've got uh, three or four emails I'm gonna go through here, but before we get into it, I got a quote I'd like to share with you, and it says, "Women want to be in a love story. Love stories tend to happen unexpectedly, but evolve naturally. When a woman really likes you, the key is to not talk her out of it like most men do." but to facilitate having fun, laughing together, and escalating things physically when the signs are there that she's open to you making a move. The time to make a move is when she's playing with her hair, touching your arm, standing so close that she's touching you, looking at your lips, suggesting that you go back to her place or yours, suggesting that you take her somewhere where you can be alone, etc. So let's get into the first guy's email. He says, hey, Corey, I really like the videos and I enjoyed your book as well, but I have an issue with a female and I'm trying to understand. Well, let me see if I can help you out with that. He says, I've been dating this girl for about two months and she's doing all of the chasing, approximately 95%. Well, that's definitely a good sign. He says, I set up dates and she accepts and she does 80% of the talking. All I do is ask questions. Sounds like sounds like you got a little chatterbox in your hands, which is nice. I saw a statistic the other day. It said that in a typical day, women say eight thousand words, and guys tend to say about two thousand words. Isn't that interesting? And you notice how I'm always saying that the guy should be doing maybe twenty to thirty percent of the talking, and the woman should be doing seventy to eighty percent of the talking. And that's just naturally what women love to talk, they're talkers. He says, but she is not affectionate and rarely touches me. So as I'm driving, I like to put my hand on her leg and caress it while we are conversing. She doesn't say anything, as a matter of fact, I think she enjoys it. He says, but she said something interesting to me. She said, it's weird because I'm usually the one that is touchy-feely on a guy. Now I also kiss her at the end of every date but she gives me those tap kisses so I finally looked at her and told her, how about you give me a real kiss? She just looked at me with a surprised look and we started making out for a while. Ah, that tells me that you're being a little too timid and a little too shy and you've been dating this girl for two months and you really haven't escalated things physically other than a couple tap kisses at the end of the date. She's waiting for you to be the man and lead things. It sounds like you're just waiting around on her to, to make the move. But she's initiating contact. She's putting herself into your orbit. At the end of the day, women are physically designed to receive a man. They're designed to receive your strength. Obviously, you're touching her leg. She seems to like it. When you tell her to kiss you, for, give you a real kiss, she does it. Isn't that interesting? She's doing what you tell her to do. He says, when I pulled back, she couldn't look at me. She put her hand on her head and started shaking it. It kind of looked like she couldn't believe that she did that. He says, Corey, I'm trying to build sexual tension here, but I have no clue if it's working. Well, she kissed you. I think you're being a little too timid and a little too shy and you're waiting for her to do all the work. She's putting herself into your orbit. She's doing most of the talking. She's doing most of the pursuing. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to be the man and drop the hammer. He says, is she intimidated by me? I think she's waiting for you to lead things to a successful conclusion in the bedroom. I mean, two months, dude, come on. He says, should I stop touching her? It's like, why would you wanna do that? He says, help me out. It's just next time you're together, make the move. And if you're at your place, you just look at her and just say, take off your clothes, just like that. And she'll do it. It's simple. She's waiting for you to be a man but you're not doing it. And you're probably, the vibe that you're giving off and the things that you're saying are making you look a little timid and a little shy. And she's just going to respond to how you're acting. So if you're acting timid and shy and not really making a move, that tells me that you're holding back when you're with her. And women tend to mirror, match and mirror the things that you do and the things that you say. So I got a second email here. Guy says, Hey coach, I met a girl about two weeks ago through a girl I used to see on and off. Her name is, well, I'm not going to say her name. He says, she's a cute girl, but she was not extremely attractive on our first encounter. It was obvious that she had interest in me, though, as right after us being introduced, she complimented me on my style. When a woman compliments you on your looks or your hairstyle or the clothes that you're wearing, it means that she finds you attractive. He says, later throughout the night, I was talking about Instagram sitting next to her, to a friend and she suggested we follow each other. She's putting herself into your orbit. She's making it easy for you to, for her to receive you. She says, and this is what a woman does when she likes you. He says, the point is, is that I knew she found me interesting. It's good, your sensory acuity obviously is developed enough where you paid attention to those things. He says, we all went out after a few days later you should be making dates instead of going out as a group date. I mean ideally the process of seduction is to get closer and closer to a woman until you ultimately end up inside her. And it means isolating you and her being alone. But the more you have people around you, the more difficult it is. Especially if she's got friends that are with you and she's worried about what her girlfriends are going to think if she sleeps with you. She doesn't want to be perceived as being easy or being a slut. And that could get in the way of you seducing her successfully. He says, but this night, she was paying more attention to my other friend, but was still making conversation with me. Probably because at that point, you're kind of like the first email, that you weren't leading things to a successful conclusion. She's probably starting to doubt you that you were confident, and maybe your friend was acting a little more confident. He says, she was being a social butterfly, and I believe my friend and her exchanged numbers that night. You snooze, you lose. He says, about a week later, my friend calls me and explains to me that they had been hanging out and made out a few times. He was basically just calling to gossip. So in other words, he's making the move. And this is another reason why you don't share this crap with your guy friends. Because if the two of you tend to like the same girl, you can imagine, obviously, in this particular case, he can use it against you. That's why women like a guy who keeps their mouth shut. Just let your friends – that's one of the things I learned years ago is I don't tell my friends about the girls I was going out with or girls that they knew I was dating, what we were doing or how often we were going out. And just let them wonder about it. And sometimes they would assume, oh, there's nothing going on. And meanwhile, I'm in a relationship with them just because they would interfere in that, especially if you've got friends around you that are weaker or not very good with women. They tend to be jealous and envious. It makes them feel better if they can tear you down. So don't give them a reason to, especially – If you give them any carnal knowledge, if you will, of what's going on, more than likely, if they're jealous and envious, they will use it against you and it will get back to your girl and she won't fucking like it. He says he left to Puerto Rico two days after our conversation for two weeks. Ah, when he snoozes, he loses. He says, the next night I found myself at a bar with my aunt and her friend. We were buzzing it pretty good and we were all posed for a picture and I uploaded it to my Instagram account. Minutes later, I get an alert from this girl commenting, digging the hair, complimenting on your looks again. Hey, the other buddy of yours who was making a move on this girl when obviously she was interested in you, now he's out of town and she's saying, hey, I like your hair. Sounds like she's probably young and she's just looking to hook up and have a good time for looking for just a man to be a fucking man and take the lead. He says, at that point, I realized that I had been holding myself back. Huh. What was I just saying earlier? It's amazing how I can read between the lines. Almost like I'm psychic. A lot of people have told me I'm like the guy, the mentalist. He says, at this point, I realized I'd been holding myself back from a woman that was obviously interested in me because of her association with a girl I used to date. You think? He says, I'm really about self-image, and I didn't want to look like a dog, I suppose. Well, at the end of the day, women like a guy who's successful with other women. The key is that when you're with her is that you make her feel more special than all the rest of the girls that you happen to be dating. He says, the only other thing stopping me from texting her back was knowing that my friend and her already had a few dates together. Well, she's texting you and he's out of the country and at the end of the day, you saw her first. He says, I figured I should go for what I want, and I set up a hangout with drinks with her over text messages that night. Finally, good fucking job, about goddamn time. He's, and so now you've, you've reassured her that you're actually confident. He says, our first hangout consisted of her showing up at a bar with my friends with 10 minutes to spare before last call. She brought four friends with her, and I really felt bad as they only got to enjoy one drink, and we got kicked out minutes later when the bar closed. I invited her back to my friend's house. We watched TV for a bit. And when I walked her to her car, we made out for a few seconds. Duh. Why don't you come back to my place? I got a bottle of champagne. I'll make you the best mimosa you've ever had. And for those of you that don't know, a mimosa is is three quarter parts champagne, one quarter, quarter part orange juice. Girls love mimosas. Girls love champagne. He says, we continued texting after that for a few days and I set up a second date. We went to go see my friend's band play at a bar. You should be doing something with just you and her, not with a bunch of friends, especially guys that – because in this case, this is what happened. You hung out with her, and another dude came around who was your friend, and they exchanged numbers. That gets in the way of the seduction process. He says, we were making out the entire time. Obviously good. He says, it was great. I loved how she took charge. You shouldn't wait for a woman to take charge, dude. He said, but it's good that she did. Shows she's got a lot of confidence and that she goes for what she wants. I love women that are like that. He says, but most women are not like that. And so you looked out here, dude. He says, and so, and, and she acted so interested in me. I started falling for her that night. Now you're getting into the danger zone. Did you ever saw that uh, TV show from the, what was it, the 60s, I think it was? Danger, Will Robinson. Those little alarm should be going off in your head. Danger, danger. When you start getting all sappy like that, it's a bad way to go. You start talking about your feelings, you get in the relationship vibe, and you just totally screw up the casual. And remember, women want to be in a love story, and it happens unexpectedly. It evolves over time. It's not an instantaneous thing like a light switch like I was talking about in yesterday's video. He says, that night she brought up the fact that she had made out with my friend. And when she brings that up, you say, I don't give a shit about him. I'm a way better kisser than him. Bring those beautiful lips over here and kiss me. Besides, he's out of the country and you're here with me. He says she want, wanted it out on the table, to be honest. He says, I asked her how she felt with me knowing this. And she replied with, well, me being here means I want to be hanging out with you, right? Duh. I mean, that's what she said to you. It's like, hello, women help you when they like you. She's helping you out. He says our third date involved her inviting me to a random venue with underground hip hop music. If you knew me, first off, I don't like to dance. Well girls like it when a guy dances even when he can't dance for shit, because he's afraid to look goofy he's not afraid to look goofy and he gets out there, it shows confidence. So even if you suck, if you get on the dance floor, it makes you look good because you got confidence. Besides, maybe she can teach you a few moves. He says, and secondly, not to hip hop. I was he says, it was awkward, but a funny surprise to find out what my night had in store for me. I had a few drinks and actually danced with her the whole night. See, you show confidence. Even though you sucked as a dancer, you got out there and danced anyways, And she obviously liked it because girls like to dance, just like the old Cindy Lauper song. Girls just want to have fun. He says, I felt like I could let let go with her, and we had a great time making friends the whole night. That's the way it's supposed to be, having fun. Hanging out, having fun, and eventually hooking up. He says our energies mixed so well, and I really felt like I could get along with this girl. I dropped her off at an after an awesome night. Our last date consisted of us going to a bar where we got pretty hammered. She was making out with me extra hard that night. You should have hooked up with this girl by now. But it gets better. So he says. She was making out with me extra hard that night. She was extra fucking horny because the tension had built. Because she's like, "Fucking get it on already," he says, and even acted territorial when one of my lady friends I knew bumped into me there. Another good sign. Women fear losing their protector. It's an instinctive thing going back to the caveman days, where when a another woman could potentially come along, or you can kick her out of the bat cave, so to speak, and she get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. So he says, after about an hour, she told me that she wanted to sit on me. Hello. How obvious can you be? So I closed our tab and we bounced. We, we bought another beer and hung out outside her house. Within five minutes, we were in my backseat making out heavily. I felt extremely comfortable and confident, so I took my clothes off. It's like you're just willing to escalate it a little, you know, see how far you can take it. Shows you're comfortable. It totally gives her, you're naked and she's still got clothes on. It gives her permission to do the same same and be naughty because after all, it's all your fault. He says, and she did soon after. We ended up having sex for about an hour. I had an awesome time and so did she. Well, that's what you assume anyways. But I couldn't finish for some reason. Women a lot of times will take that as a rejection if you don't blow your wad. Because then they kind of feel like you don't find them pretty enough or sexy enough or desirable enough. He says, I figured I was worrying about her. Plus, you were shit faced, So... Obviously that was an issue. That happens a lot of times. It's just like smoking weed. Gives you whiskey, Dick, as we like to say. He says, I figured I was worrying about her feeling good more than myself. We had it was just he drank too much, dude. He says, We had a talk after screwing and she told me that if we ever did that again the circumstances would have to be different. So in a way it sounds like you're kinda of apologizing after the fact. He says, I haven't seen her since that night, and we've tried making plans, but they constantly fall through. Well, obviously, if you'd really rocked her world, she'd be dying to see you again. He said, she texted me about four nights ago around 2 a.m. saying she wanted to see me, but I was already out at a bar with my buds. Well, if you get a text like that and you are going to text her back, the you know, best thing to do is to text her the next day. It leaves her wondering what the hell you're doing, who you're doing it with. Hey, babe, got your text last night. I was out with a bunch of, bunch of friends and I didn't see it till this morning. Great to hear from you, I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together next? That's the proper response. He says, I tried setting up coffee with her last Sunday but she never returned my call nor my text. Coffee? Hang out, have fun and hook up. Look at this fucking coffee shit. Cause he's like, the reason, I can tell you, probably get in the relationship vibe. I gotta have a talk with her. Get her to commit to a relationship. He says, so here's where I'm at. I started having zero interest and now I can't stop thinking about this girl. I've read your book somewhat. Well, there's part of your problem, dude. You don't know the NFL playbook, and you're fucking up. He says, and I've seen a lot of your videos. You can't substitute the videos for reading the book. The book is the baseline knowledge. that you, I assume that when I'm read, going through these videos and these articles that you've already read the book, and you know the basics. When you don't know the basics, you're, I mean, I pointed out a bunch of little mistakes that you're making, and this is why you're, you know, she's not all over your ass. He says, so I don't want to seem too desperate and start blowing up her phone. Well, when you leave a message, you got to wait for her to get back to you. If she doesn't get back to you right away, that tells you that her attraction level has actually gone down. You leave one message for her. She sees it in your text. She knows that you called. But if you call again, it makes you look needy. It makes you, and Plus, you're already starting to give off that relationship vibe and you're, you're basically starting to act like most guys act. That she hooked up with you one time and obviously if she hangs out with you anymore, it's gonna get weird and awkward and you're gonna want a relationship with her. And she's gonna feel like she's gonna lose her freedom if she stays involved with you. He says, this has been my closest thing to a one night stand. So I'm very new at trying to process all of this. I was thinking about calling her tomorrow. That would be a fucking mistake because you're not waiting for her to get back to you. Think about that for a second. He says, to see how she feels about us getting to know each other. It's like, dude, now you're getting all wishy-washy and emotional and you're acting like a woman. You're thinking relationship. And all she's thinking about is casually hooking up and having a good time. That's all you need to focus on. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Don't complicate it. He says, I really don't think that she was just in it to fuck me and never see me again because she seems so excited on our dates to just talk and hang out. Well, you're starting to act weird and kind of creepy with the vibe that you're giving off and that's part of the reason why she's backing away. He says, hey coach, and then so now on to the next email, this is the third email I got. So this guy says, hey coach, I really enjoy your videos as a shed light on a lot of things and I need your help regarding an issue that has been on my mind a lot lately. I just graduated high school and I'm now about to become a freshman in college. What a great time. And what a great time to be learning all this stuff that I'm giving away for free because I didn't know any of this shit when I was in college. And I missed out on a lot of great opportunities. So any of you guys in college watching this, fucking pay attention and have a good time. Because you're going to look back in your life and you want to be looking back saying and feeling, I party like a fucking rock star. Because most guys in college don't know jack shit about hooking up with women. He says, and if you apply the stuff I teach, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet, bro. He says, I never really have any luck with girls in high school. But hey, you're following my stuff, so it's fucking on like Donkey Kong. He says, now that I'm out, I see that there are many more options, but I just can't seem to hone in on any of them. You're afraid to approach. Girls in college, they're away from their parents the first time, and they're horny as fuck, and they want to get laid, and they're just dying to meet a guy that knows what to do. He says, I often send Facebook messages and texts inviting girls to meet up somewhere and really get responses. That's creepy, because if you had any balls, you'd be asking girls out in person. That's what you need to be doing. You're not – it's like don't do that shit. It's like when you see a girl and there's a connection there, hey, when are you free to get together for a drink? Hey, there's a party tomorrow night. Why don't we go? Why don't we meet there? I'll come by and pick you up and and we can can walk there. I mean if you're living on campus, you're going to probably walk there anyways. You don't want to be driving. He says, I'm a good-looking guy trying to figure out why I've never had a girlfriend. Well, if you're sending creepy messages on Facebook, that's a big reason why. He says, or had sex for that matter. I need help attracting women and making them want me. If you could email me back or make a video for me. What you need to do at this point is you need to download my Kindle ebook. Go to my website underneath the email sign-up box, there's a link that'll take you right to Amazon Kindle. When you get there, if you don't have a Kindle device, just download one of their free e-reader apps for whatever device you want to read on, whether it's your computer, your laptop, your tablet, your smartphone. The e-reader apps are free and my book's only ten bucks on Amazon. So invest in it and read that thing 10 to 15 times because that's going to be your Bible. It's going to tell you how to fucking clean up in college, dude. So you need to pay attention. Get on that shit. So here's, uh, here's my fourth and final email I got for you guys today. This guy says, hey, Coach Corey, I met this girl about a year ago, and she had high interest in me to begin with. She made it easy for me to get her number and ask her out. Women help you when they like you. He says, I knew I was new to dating at the time, and I started making beginner's mistakes of being too nice and not acting like a man. Pretty much a bad way to go. He says, I screwed up with her many times by f- failing confidence tests and not making a move. Definitely not a good, good thing to do. I got rejected, then walked away and never looked back. Ah, now you're talking. Tells me that you probably showed up after you you screwed up and realized it. And you started searching the internet and that led you to my work. He says, she came back a month later to give me a second chance. Isn't it amazing how that works? The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. And when you screw up, that's pretty, and a girl's blowing you off and not returning your calls. I should say call singularly because you should only leave one message, especially if it rings a few times. If it goes, I see everybody uses cell phones these days. If it rings several times and you left a message for not only does she see it in her missed calls, but she got your message. It doesn't help your case to keep blowing up her phone, hoping things will be different. Because if you're a guy that has options, you're going to be on to the next, and you'll be forgetting about her. He says she came back a month later to give me a second chance, and I was more of a man the second time, although we still didn't have sex. He says she canceled dates many times in the past, and that's the way things are. Well, obviously, she realized she could jerk you around, and you'd keep coming back for more. So when a girl comes back like this after she's blown you off, you should initiate any contact. You should let her reach out to you. When she reaches out to you, make a definite date and then get off the phone. If she cancels on you, you walk and you never look back. You don't start calling her again and think, okay, well, she she broke a date. And she's out as far as you're concerned. And then the next time she calls, I wouldn't take her out anywhere. I just invite her, over. just say, hey, I'm in the mood to hang. I'm not really feeling like going and doing anything this week. Why don't, um, Why don't you grab a bottle of wine and come on over to my house and we'll make dinner together. That's the best way to handle that because you don't want to go out of your way to go pick her up or meet her out and all that bullshit. If she ain't willing to come over to your place, then you're on to the next. Because at the end of the day, you screwed up so much in the past, it's really hard when you screwed up a lot to turn things around because she always remembers how weak you were in the past. And plus she figures, hey, I can have this guy anytime I want. And so you're kind of like in backup mode at that point to her. And the reason she got in touch with you because obviously she didn't find any better options in the meantime. He says she never shows up on time if she shows up at all. And he says reasons vary f- from bullshit to legitimate. He says when I saw her in the past, we always had problems at the last minute. You definitely made a lot of fucking mistakes because she jerked you around a lot and you were always <laughs> ready for another dose. Acting like a little puppy. He says, we we rescheduled for a later time the same day or rescheduled for the next day or it was canceled completely. Yeah, it's like you're completely open. It's like you just cleared your schedule for her. And so there was no consequences. There was no chance that you were going to go out with anybody else because obviously the, the way you handled yourself, you communicated that she was the only thing you had going on. He says, I know that's BS, but something urgent came up all the time. We finally broke up and never talked for three months. Well, you weren't really together. Plus, she never had sex, so – because obviously you weren't man enough to make the move and escalate things physically when all the signs were there. He says, then she was back. She was trying to to friend zone me a couple of times by reaching out to me and texting back and forth about everything that went on. Both times I kept it short and asked when she was free to get together. I told her I was not in the mood to chat and I got to run. I also told her it didn't really matter what's up with me and all the details if she was not going to hang out. She was flaky about getting together both times. Well, you shouldn't have been rude like that. You should have just tried, because obviously you're you're communicating that you're butt hurt. And at the end of the day, all you should have really done is, say, hey, great to hear from you, honey. I'd love to see you when you're free to get together. But instead, you get all butt hurt. Now think about that for a second. How is that going to make her feel when she reaches out to you, wanting to see you, and you're all butt hurt? Is she thinking, oh, I'm going to have a good time with you, or oh, we're going to get together, and you're going to fucking bitch and whine like a little girl about how I blew you off or I canceled at the last minute? At the end of the day, she was treating you the way she treated you because you weren't acting like a man and you're not helping your case by acting butthurt in your text. So he says she was flaky about getting together both times, but she said she got the idea of what I wanted. A month later, she texted me and told me right away that she wanted to see me. I made definite plans with her, but she broke that date at the last minute because something urgent came up at work and she needed to stay there. It was a long sorry text and I just texted okay after an hour, meaning that I'm busy and I don't have time. I would have just ignored that text. If she's canceling on you again, I wouldn't have even responded to it. And then if she got back, you know, if she's like sent you two or three texts, you just said, you know, I'm going to text her back the next day. It's like, well, let me know when you want to reschedule. Have a great day. And that's it. And then again, don't go anywhere with her. Invite her over to your place. If she ain't willing to do that, then just say, "Hey, I'm not in mood." You know, call me next week, and you know, maybe my schedule will be a little more flexible. Because you got to start treating her like you're not really going to place any high value on going out of your way to spend time with her. Because all she does is jerk you around. You know, probably because she makes a date with some other dude. He says she made no counter, and like you teach at this point, it's no longer my idea to get together, since it was not. The first broken date, I didn't ask her for a counteroffer because I was so pissed off and I just left it at okay. And like you teach, I'm not chasing a girl who is flaky like that and doesn't keep dates. At the end of the day, that's what happens when you screw up a lot and then you find my work and then you start acting appropriately. It's really hard because she remembers how bad you were before. So he says, later that night, I noticed a picture of a tennis court that appeared on her social network page where she said, what a beautiful evening she had. So that's obviously exactly what it is, your backup. In other words, when a guy that she really wants, wants to hang out with her, she blows you off because she knows there's no consequences. So he says, it looked like an insult to me, but I ignored it as if I didn't know what's going on in her social network page. That's the appropriate response. So he says, should I tell her to get lost and go text some of her male girlfriends the next time she texts me? No, because acting butthurt's not going to help your case. He says, that's what you know, if she texts you because she's canceled so many dates, I would just, if she starts texting you again out of the blue, hey, what's happening? How are you? Send two or three texts back and forth. And, and if she doesn't bring up getting together, then just say, hey, you know, it was nice hearing from you. I got to run. Keep in touch. And unless she brings up, hey, I want to see you or I want to get together, then that's the, that's the treatment that you give her every time she reaches out to you. You send no more than two to three texts back and forth. And then if she doesn't bring up getting together after two or three texts, then you say, hey, I got to run. It was nice hearing from you. Keep in touch. And one of two things will happen. She'll either bring up getting together or she'll stop texting you. And either way, you'll either get what you want or you'll get somebody else. He says, that's what I'm really ready to do because it looks like she doesn't – she does that to get attention from me. No, you're just back up to her at this point. And to make sure she jerks people around because she's so good and she has so many options. Well, the reason she's jerking you around is because you've acted weak so many times and you've over-pursued and you've acted like a woman, you dated her for several months and you never made a move physically and you didn't have sex with her. She's looking to hook up with a guy who knows how to act like a man, not a dude that goes out and, you know, dances in a circle or like a dog chasing his tail and not going anywhere. He says, I know I screwed up a lot in the past and I still want her, but this is very disrespectful. Well, the only guy you can blame is the dude that you see in the mirror. He says, she says yes when I make plans with definite time to meet up for drinks, but then something comes up and she cancels. So like I said, that's what I would do. I wouldn't bring no calling, no texting, no nothing. If she reaches out to you, send two or three texts back and forth. And if she doesn't bring up getting together or doesn't actually come right out and say, hey, I want to see you, then just say, hey, it was nice chatting with you, but I got to run, keep in touch. And that's the same response you're always going to give her. One of two things will happen. She'll either make a date or bring it up, I should say, or she'll stop reaching out to you. In the meantime, you should be reading my book and applying what I teach to hook up with some new options and you can do everything right from the get-go because it's really hard to get things right at this point when you screwed up so much with a woman. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone coaching session or through email coaching which you can select either option by going to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions.